Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Well, 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 well. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody, we missed you. And I'm going to put a disclaimer out now. If there's a Monday where this show is missed, it's because the Sixers are playing and I had to be to the stadium by like 6 o'clock. So I can't do this show and make it to the Sixers game at the same time. So I do apologize. But I do thank everybody for listening to Big Daddy's Hard Talk. This is Big Daddy's Hard Talk Volume 48. And I'm questioning that number because I think we're only at 46. But when, uh, when Bay put the numbers up. He said 48, but I could have swore we had 46. Anywho, I'm here with my lovely co-host, Felicia Brown. Hello, everyone. I miss you all. We definitely missed you, and um, just want to say happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is now over, and we are coming into the Christmas season. And um, how was your Thanksgiving, Felicia? My Thanksgiving was okay, you know, I got to spend some time with myself, which was good, and I got to see you. Uh, the kids' residence definitely puts it down, so the Big Daddy and co-residence puts it down food-wise, so thank you for your hospitality. No problem, <laughs> uh, but, I, um, but you know, I didn't really... I could stick some claim in what was made, but give a special shout-out to my son, Juwan, who really helped me put together. Cause <laughs> my wife does certain things. Like she made the ham, she made the turkey, she made the cabbage. And um, I do the stuffing, I do the uh, cream spinach, and I do the marshmallow salad, a.k.a. ambrosia. So those are the two things that I do, what she does. And... I was so wiped out the night before because the Sixers went into double overtime the night before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was a very long game. And I swear, if it went to another overtime, I would have had to leave because I was beat tired. And that's another thing that went on all this week. The Sixers played Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So it seemed like every other day I was going back and forth down the well. So um, my youngest son, got into the kitchen, and he did exactly what I told him to do. You know, here or there, he could have did things a little differently, but I do thank him for what he did. And I thank you for coming over and, you know, spending time with me, and I enjoy, always enjoy spending time with you, and you know, the holidays are coming, so, you know. Yes. It's for family, and, you know, we are like family. So, I'm going to enjoy it. Thank you. And I do want to warn everybody, too. Today I got caught up with the whole Cyber Monday thing. I ended up making an Uh-oh. impulse purchase, and I ended up, you know, canceling the order um, due to a mistake. But I think that Black Friday and, you know, Cyber Monday, they're just ploys to, you know, further uh, <laughs> further increase our, what, capitalistic mind, so just wait. All the sales are usually the same the whole year. This whole holiday and everything, it's man-made and not for the good anymore, so just don't get caught up in it. (laughs) They had me out there buying TVs, Big Daddy. I was buying TVs, gosh. You bought TVs? Yeah, I I, I returned it, okay? I put it back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I returned it because it was too small. I think just like everyone else. (laughs) How big was the TV? It wasn't too big, but when I saw, like, what it looked like in person, I was like, no, that's too small. It was for my bedroom. (laughs) Oh. Wow. Whatever. (laughs) The only thing I got caught up in, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, I was telling Felicia, 
FXX has been having a symptoms marathon from season one, episode one, and they're going 600 episodes in. I'm now on episode 205, and I'm like, eventually I'm going to turn this off because I'm tired. I'm starting to get tired of watching it, but I'm curious <laughs> of what episodes I've seen and what I haven't seen and everything. It's just crazy. It actually is, is reminding me back when it's, when the series first started and watching it with my nephew and, you know, just reminiscing about stuff and it's funny. But eventually I'm going to have to stop watching this. Anywho. Get to Never the enough Yeah, true that. It's just now I don't watch it at all. So I'll just, you know, reminisce about some of these old episodes that I haven't seen in a hundred years. And it, it, was a, it was a good show, for, you know, for its time. And, you know, after that, you had Family Guy and all these other shows that jumped up. It's like, at that time, The Simpsons was, like, groundbreaking, and they, like, broached different subjects that, you know, wasn't touched before. And then Family Guy just, like, went over that. And Family Guy really hits different subjects. You're like, whoa, did they just say that? So you can imagine how far cartoons are going to go in the future. Just crazy. (laughs) <laughs> it's just crazy But um, We wanted to talk about The WWE's last pay-per-view Because we didn't get a chance to talk about it Last Monday But last Sunday was Survivor Series And last Saturday was um, Takeover Takeover Canada. Toronto Toronto <laughs> Did you watch it? I have yet to watch it I'm kicking myself um, I did watch Bobby Roode's entrance, and that was about it. I know. It Bobby Roode came results, out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody didn't know, Bobby Roode came out with a whole choir. Yes. And I did pop. I'm not going to hold you. I was, I'm really feeling Bobby Roode, and I feel bad that they didn't stumble upon him five years ago, Earlier, seven years yeah. ago. You know, because, yeah, because now he's 40, and how much more time he really have with him, but he's a hell of a work. They had a great match, hell of a worker, hell of a personality, hell of a mic uh, work, ring work, everything. I love, I'm love. i a Bobby Roode mutt. So I want to see how far they can really go with him. But he has a short, limited time because, like, again, I said he's 40. But um, TakeOver, NXT's pay-per-views, I ain't going to say pay-per-view, but their big shows kick WWE shows in the ass. Yeah. It really does. It really does. I watched TakeOver. TakeOver was great. And then when it came to Survivor Series, it was a couple of matches that actually stuck out. And if you're not living under a rock, you know that Goldberg beat Brock Lesnar in a minute, 22 seconds. And there's different (laughs) things (laughs) <laughs> you laughing already but <laughs> there's different things that was rumored the reason why they did it to me I think it was a waste because if he really wasn't ready to wrestle they shouldn't have even have done it I think it made I think it made Brock Lesnar look weak and I think it made the company look weak because Brock Lesnar was the most dominant force in the WWE like if you had a match with Brock Lesnar you knew it was an ass kicking coming it was what it was. He carried that belt for close to two years. You had somebody who hadn't wrestled in 12 years beat this man in a minute, 22 seconds. I know I'm old school. I know I'm big on psychology. And I know this. But that just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> what did you think about it, Felicia? I see what you're saying. Um, but I think given the the circumstances surrounding the match, you know, with the video game and blah blah blah, it it worked. Um, they must have paid Lesnar out the ass for him to take that win, that loss, because you know he is not known for for laying down. But um, I think it worked. It was shock value, which is what the brand really needs right now. So it was pretty cool. You know, the talk about it kind of died down. So we'll see what they do with it next. But 
When you're comparing it to Brock, you know, beating Les, uh, Brock beating Undertaker so easily and demolishing Cena, it's just weird when you see Goldberg just popping out. You know he's got some years on Lesnar, so it's just weird how you see it so easily, you know, for him to beat him. But I don't know. People tend to take logic out the window when it's their favorites and, you know, when it's all hyped around it. So I don't think in that moment we were thinking logically. I think we were thinking as a fan, and it was like 1997 all over again. So I don't know. And I agree with what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying. I, I totally do, you know, because of the hype of the video game. And mm. people just don't know how to let the Attitude Era go. So here you had somebody who was hot in the Attitude Era slash Monday Night Wars who dominated, who was a big draw in that time, come back, and he did what he did. And for the video game marks and people's gonna run out to buy the game. Hit, hit, wink, wink. Christmas is coming. So, um, you know, people who <laughs> went out and <laughs> bought the game or whatever. Blah. You had Goldberg destroy Brock Lesnar. I was just like, because to me, I was looking forward to a good match. I knew it wasn't gonna be was so good, but I was looking forward to this ass kicking that these both guys were gonna put on each other. And you set up just like I did. And, we're watching this pay-per-view, and here come the main event. And I text you when it was over, what TF? <laughs> WTF? And you were just like, bro, we both are bro. So I agree with you saying with the shock value of it. And I didn't see Raw Monday, so I don't know what was said about it or whatever. You know, I read the results, and I glanced through them or whatever, but I don't know how much they – we'll see what happens tonight and see if they say anything about it, but – Goldberg did enter the uh, Royal Rumble, so he is mm-hmm. in the Royal Rumble this year. So we'll see where they go with it as far as WrestleMania. Because, you know, with the Royal Rumble, that's the start of the WrestleMania stretch. So we see what happens. You know it's a build-up for that. Uh, SmackDown has a pay-per-view coming up. What's SmackDown pay-per-view? TLC, right? And, yes. Um, yes, TLC. And the main event is AJ Styles. Dean Ambrose, and they should let these two guys have at it. I would let these two I guys burn so. the freaking building down. But no events, you're going to hold them back, especially hold Dean back. And if I was Dean, I'd be a little pissed. And mm-hmm. if I was, and I'm going to say this, anybody listening, you're free to call in 718-508-9883, you more, you could call in, disagree with me, whatever. And I'm not saying this from a hateful place. I'm not. Because I'm proud of him. But James Ellsworth <laughs> is a decent guy. I've wrestled shows with him in the indies, didn't pay too much attention to him. So I'm not going to act like we're all buddies and we all drinking buddies and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do that. Okay? But what I am going to say is there's other people in this company that should be getting that push that this guy's getting just because he's a little funny with it. That's true. You got Dean Ambrose. You got Sami Zayn. You have Cesaro. Cesaro can't even get his picture, and he tweeted this. He couldn't even get his picture on the flyer in his hometown. Wow. But James Ellsworth has a contract, and I'm not taking nothing away from him. He's not the greatest wrestler, let's be honest. He doesn't have the greatest body. Why so much time being invested in this guy, I don't know. Agree, right. disagree? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think WWE has to stop, you know, working off of a gimmick all the time and do more of a of a story instead. You know, they don't understand that a story will give you week worth of, you know, good product. You know, how long mm-hmm. can Ellsworth stuff be believable? How long can it be entertaining or funny, you know? 
And yeah. once again, you're right. You know, Dean Ambrose is kind of taking the the brunt of all the work. He pretty much got Ellsworth over to me. You know, so I think he did a great job working with him and you know making him look like he fit in or whatever. But you know, Ambrose isn't going to get that credit. So sorry, yeah. Ambrose. And that's what's kind of killing me with wrestling today with the WWE. And I'm going to backtrace back to Survivor Series. Um, all in all, it wasn't the greatest pay-per-view. The, um, Shane McMahon should not wrestle anymore. Because <laughs> he took a bad-ass flipping. And just some of the spots he even did weren't good. Not saying Shane McMahon was the greatest wrestler to start with. But when he was younger, he was able to jump off the stuff. He he has a heart of a lion, and I give him credit for what he can do and has done in the past. But now mm-hmm. Shane McMahon got to be what? 45, 46, yeah, upper, 47. Upper 40s, yeah. It's time. It's time. Like, dial it back. You could have put uh, 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 Corbin in that spot. You could have put anybody else in that spot. That Corbin deserved to be spot. in that spot. Say Corbin what? wasn't that spot. Corbin wasn't Yeah, you that took spot. him out of that spot. Yeah. yeah. You t- and they took him out of it to put Shane in, and it just Never wasn't believable. No. Because Kalisto jumped him or whatever, or Kalisto hurt his leg. But then at the pay-per-view, he was out there, he messed up Kalisto's match. So how hurt was it? Psychology. <laughs> So you agree, disagree? I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I think Shane should take more of a, you know, a role that he did take before, being in the back. Him and Stephanie. I mean. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say this last thing, and I'm going to take commercial, and we'll move on with the show. Another thing that's really upsetting me with the WWE is that you moved up all these guys from NXT to mm. do nothing with them. Yeah. American Alpha, to me, is probably the best tag team in the world. If you ask me right now, I love them. I love watching them wrestle. I love the fact they put on good matches and they're not being used correctly. It's over as uh, uh, Enzo and Cash are. Cavs are, you put them at a clown at. Mm-hmm. It's like you could have really put them over big. You probably got one of the better tag teams in the world again, and the Bullet Club or the club, you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And you're not utilizing them to their best. Need I keep going on? Like, uh, oh. even down to the Val villains. They're straight up yeah, jobs now. Yes, they are. And they were one of my favorites. They had a they good were one of my favorites. I love the entrance that they had, heel or face, and they put on good matches. Right. Nah, and I even with, yeah, even with Cesaro and Sheamus, they're doing what they used to do and just throwing people together into these fake tag teams. I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus, they should have been in a tag team years ago. Um, mm. It would have worked out perfectly, you know, like the Axis powers or whatever you want to call them. But, you know, they didn't do it. I don't know why they threw them together. It just shows their lack of creativity. You can't find something mm. for these two great wrestlers to do, really. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And you try to create something that's been done a million times. You know how the right. Rock didn't really get along with Mick Foley, but they found a way to work, so they become champions, and they did funny right, skits but... together. They did some of the funnier skits ever, but they did some funny skits and blah, 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 but you had a group, two great performers exactly. outside of wrestling. You understand what I'm saying? Because to give right. the Rock his back then, yeah, it worked for him. He was super over, and Mick Foley is a comedic genius, so you could put them two together and make it funny. Right. Cesaro is a wrestler. Notable moments, right, were not wrestling related. They were exactly. promos and all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. 
Cesaro is a wrestler. Sheamus is a wrestler. So these two wrestlers, let them wrestle. Instead of throwing them together, and they went over in the, in the tag team uh, uh, um, elimination match, which is cool. And I knew why they did it, but it's just like, okay, where do you go with them now? The only way you can go with them is actually put the straps on them against the New Day. All right. But but the New Day is still hot, and they're still selling crap, so you can't really get rid of them yet because their crap is still selling. I right. think my daughter even told me that she was in a supermarket, and their cereal is actually on show. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, did I cut you off? Were you about to say something? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, as much as I love, you know, I guess you can call them vets now, but, you know, New Day and Seamus and Cesaro, I would rather a newer tag team be the tag champs now. So, yeah. Totally agree. Okay. I'm going to take this first commercial, and then I'm going to come back with some Sixers talk. And we have a movie view to do. And then we're going to come back with a relationship question. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 48. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car. Rent a movie for the family. A few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply have some questions, please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan Officer NMLS number 111400. And we're back. 
Big, Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 48. Uh, Big Daddy with my beautiful co-host, Felicia Brown. Hello, everyone. With her sexy voice. Anyway. um oh, <laughs> I'm getting to a little Sixers um, news. Not really much reporting. You know about the, our current situation as far as Norris Noel. He um, said that he was not resigning with the Sixers. So the Sixers have to make a um, decision about moving him. Um Another thing is um, Okafor has no minute restrictions. So he is coming in off the bench to Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is one of the top centers, <laughs> excuse me, at the league right now, in the league mm-hmm. right now, and really bringing a buzz. And, Valicia, you know, because you've been at a lot of games this season with me, and you're seeing that buzz that he's bringing. When he comes in the yes. game, when they announce his name, people are in love with him. Yes. And, and he's I'm starting so- to fall in love with the city. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He is. He is. No, I was just going to say I'm starting to see um, his presence on social media, too, and how big of a presence he has there and how he interacts with the fans. I just love everything about him. I love his attitude, his humor, everything. Yes. Yes. And he's what we needed in the city as far yeah. as the athlete because I want to see you. You were at the game with me Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. The double overtime. Yes. I don't know if you know, but he hit his minute restrictions two minutes past his minute restrictions. Okay. Mm. So the doctors told him. He can't get back in the game. He got mad and kicked the chair. Oh! Because he wanted to get back in that game to help the Sixers win. I so respect that. Mm-hmm. And love that because he wanted to win. He didn't say screw it. He didn't say oh well. He was pissed that he couldn't get back in and mix it up. Mm-hmm. I so respect that. And I don't I don't know what they're doing, not you know. I understand they think it's a risk, but nobody knows his body better than him, so I mean you gotta let right. him do what he has to do. And you're right. And you're right. You said it before I said it. That's what I was yeah. about to say. If he felt as though he could get back in and give you another minute or two, you should have gave it to him. Right. Don't quench this this boy's spirit. Because you don't see that in, the, in sports at all. You don't see that. All you ever no. see is is these guys dogging it, these guys getting hangnails. They don't want to get back in the game. Uh, the big talk after Thanksgiving was Des Bryant at um, the, the corner. Uh, I think his name is um, – forget. Anyway, they got into a little skirmish after the Cowboys-Redskins game. Norman. They got into a, um, a skirmish afterwards, and then it took the social media, and they just see each other back and forth. These two cats won't see each other again this season, but they're still beefing at each other back and forth. It's stupid. <laughs> so when you find a cat that's willing to embrace the city, the city embraced him, he's giving you 110, he's still, and I'm using a wrestling term, but he's still green as goose shit as far as his basketball IQ. Time, yeah, there's different things I'm seeing now that like, okay, once he get more time and gets more active, you'll see he won't do anymore. And he's going to be a dominant player. And another thing I wish you could have saw yesterday, Valicia, because you could make the game and I felt really bad about it. Yeah. But I wish you was there to see the Cleveland fans out in force in this game. And this wow. pissed me off about our city and our fans. They should have been standing behind us. And I don't know what it is with basketball and people just saying screw it, but they don't do that with the Eagles. I haven't no, been to a Phillies don't. game in a while. You've been to a Phillies game since I've been. Are they like that with the Phillies? Like, 
do like no, the other they're, team they're fans. Only time they'll do that is for, you know, some of our best players that have went to other teams. Like I saw the, the standing ovation for Chase Utley when he came up to bat for the Dodgers, but that's different. That's standing behind one player. We're not cheering for the Dodgers. We're cheering for Chase Utley. But, um, you know, I don't know. I see our fans cheer for LeBron like as if he was, like, MVP for our team one year. I just don't understand. But, you know. Yes. And that's what I was about to say. So you and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to him. Because these fans were out in force. And there was these two little kids sitting behind me. Two little boys. They might have been... <laughs> Eight and nine, maybe nine and ten. And they had Sixers shirts on. Okay? Because the Sixers have, and I, I might be pissing somebody off, but I don't care. But the Sixers have a drum line that come down and they call the Sixers. Uh-oh. The Sixers, Sixers. So these little boys were with them, helping them carry their stuff, their drums and sticks or whatever had you, jackets or whatever. <laughs> but the whole time they sitting there, with the Sixers gear on, come on, Bron, Bron, come on, Kyrie, Kevin uh, Love, you going nuts? And I'm sitting there listening like you little blankety blankers. Y'all sitting there with the Sixers <laughs> stuff on, while the Sixers are pretty much employing you because you know you're getting broke off from the Sixers to do what you do, but you cheering for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. So it was um. It was crazy. It was crazy to me. And I'm like, okay. And then on top of that, <laughs> on top of that, and my wife had a ball with this. The Hoochie Mama that come out <laughs> to these games is ridiculous. Yeah. There was a woman. She might have been, if I'm 45, she might have been close to 50. Okay. That had on this oversized sweater. Okay, you know how you wear the big sweaters, but normally women wear tights underneath them. Yeah. Or maybe a pair yeah. of pants underneath them. This chick had that on with just a pair of stockings. Ooh. And these hooker boots that went up to the knee. Okay? One, she was too old for that outfit. Two, it just didn't look good. Three, you shared her to be ashy on top of it. So you can see her skin through the tights. That's nasty. Well, stop. Yes. You can see the skin through the stockings, and she was ashy, and her weave was jacked up. And the whole time I'm like, I wish Felicia was here. I wish Felicia was here to see this so she'd be cracking up with me. Nope, I'm glad I didn't see that. That's a mess. They're, they're plants. I think about the, the female that tried to get Steph Curry. You know, they're there to get noticed, but those players don't notice those women. No. No, they don't. And another thing happened, too. And oh, this kind of sort of ties in maybe to a relationship question, but maybe not. I'm going to go ahead with it. You've been at the games with me. You know how many people, you know, come to me, want to take pictures, mm-hmm. want to have conversations, this, that, and the fourth. So the game is going on. It's in the fourth quarter. And this woman comes up to me. She might have been early 30s, mid-30s, um, Caucasian. Maybe Italian, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she came up, and she's like, I think you're awesome. I like what you have on, blah, 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 blah. I said, thank you. So then she goes, can I have one of your sets of beads? I said, no. No. <laughs> can I have your hat? No. Can I have your glasses? No. Give me something. Give me something. Is that what she I'm said? I'm like, yes. She said, give me something. All right. Give me something. I'm sitting there like, no. 
You can't act like, and I'm, I kept saying, no, no, no. But one of the older sets of beads I had, not none of the newer ones, but one of the older ones that's kind of rusted up and tore up, I gave it to her just so she could get the freak away from it. That's what security is there for. Was this woman inebriated? Yes, she was. Okay, see. And I'm not going to call any names, but you know who I'm talking about. They should have got up and removed her. Yeah. But they sat there because they were tired because they were going to be here for a minute. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, let me take this second commercial, and um, we'll come back with a movie review and another relationship question. This is Big Day's Hard Talk, Volume 48. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Hey, everybody. This is Nick Wilkinson with TV Nation and Totally Driven Radio and Entertainment. Sadly, each year, approximately 3.6 million children become victims of child abuse. My latest ebook, Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect, explores the long-lasting effects abuse can have on victims. Explore life after the abuse ends and how we cope with the tragedies of the past. Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect is available on Kindle for only 99 cents. And don't forget to check out my website, actingnotreacting.com, a common sense approach to teens in crisis. Let's work together and make this world a better place. And remember, stay driven. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply have some questions, please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan Officer NMLS number 111400. And we're back. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 48. This is Big Daddy. I'm with my beautiful co-host, Felicia Brown. What are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing anyway, at all. We have a movie review, and it's Doctor Strange. Ah. Um, Doctor Strange, better than I thought it was going to be. And I went in there with an open mind, but I'm thinking, like, okay, he wasn't really big in the whole comic book universe. Like, he did have mm. a lot had his influence in as far as the um the Avengers and the whole Infinity Wars. And I've been doing a lot because if you go on YouTube and um and you can uh YouTube a bunch of videos that explain comic books to you, 
So I've been doing a lot of that, getting backstories and mm. seeing how things come about. Because the movies will tell you some stuff, but if you're if, just like if you read a book and you see the movie, the book is always better than the movie. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with comic books. So I've been really doing a lot of backstories with that instead of this. And went in there, I did my homework on Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is a very it was it was very good movie. It was pretty much you know, to the book. They changed a couple of things. Um, but it's, it was very good. I'd give it I'll give it a four. Really? I would give it a four because it was really it was really entertaining. I enjoyed it. And I even went back and watched on YouTube talking about the different Easter eggs that um, was hidden in this movie that we didn't even catch Mm. that was there. So very good. It leads into the Avengers. I don't want to tell too much, but it's all tied into the, what's the, you know what they say as far as the whole universe. The uh, Marvel Universe ties in yes. the whole thing, leading up to the Infinity Wars, and I have nothing bad to say about it. All the actors were great. You know, what'd you think? Give it a three point five towards a four. Um, I think Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch did a great job. Um, you know, everybody in there, the humor was well placed. Um, I'm looking forward. Please, if you haven't seen it yet, stay for all the credits until the very end. There's two um, after-the-movie credit things hidden in there. Um, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to how he'll tie into the next Marvel movie. So, Well, you know I have a nephew that's quite of a comic book nerd. So he did say that Doctor Strange will be in the next Thor movie. Yes. As well be in the Infinity Wars. Yeah. So you won't see him again. The the credits kinda tell you that, so yeah. 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 So he will be back and plus he will have another movie. So we'll be a Doctor Strange too. Ah. So very good. Very good movie. Um, like I said, I give it a four. You gave it a three and a half, close to four. It's a good a must-see. And the next movie we'll probably um, review will be The Arrival. I'm a, little, I'm a couple weeks behind on my movie, so I apologize. But as soon as the Sixers season started, you know, <laughs> I'm all into my Sixers, so it is what it is. But I'm trying to catch up. So here's Lead into um, the relationship question, and I'm going to put it out there, and then we'll put a bow on this thing. I'm trying to think of the right way to word this. Oh, gosh. Yeah. When, When do you just accept the fact that something's not to be, and you get out of a bad relationship? Like, how long do you stick with a bad relationship? And you know the relationship is bad. I don't think it's a matter of how long. I think it's a matter of what's taking place. You know, how is it Mm -hmm. affecting you? If it's affecting Mm -hmm. your finances, your health, your your mental well-being, you know, as soon as you see those signs, it needs to to end, especially if you're a lot of times with me in my relationships, I'll see that I'm putting out more, you know, than the other side. Um, so that that's a red flag that, you know, tells you that you should definitely kind of stop exerting yourself and wasting your time. If they don't see, you know, a long-term vision for you guys, then you need to stop forcing yourself to see that too and forcing them because it's mm. not fair to either of you. So it's not really mm. a matter of time. It's a matter of what. Okay. Now my next question. Because I know you're, you know, you're in a relationship right now. Yeah. And what if your partner. And I'm happy. <laughs> I know you are. 
I know you are. Um, what if your partner has a baby? Why you guys are in this relationship, okay? And time goes past. You and your partner break up. Y'all go y'all separate ways. But you kind of built a bond with that child. Would you continue to build that bond and take care of that child? Or would you just say deuces once the relationship goes away? You know me and children. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It might be easier for me to say deuces. Um, <laughs> but it depends on how old the child is. If they're if they're young and you know, oh, I'm just buying them toys and making sure they're okay. That's different. They probably won't remember. But if they're old enough to say, hey, you know, where's where's Valicia or and, you know, my presence not being there hurts them, then, you know, I might stick around. But once again, going back to the other question, I would never insert myself into somebody else's relationship that they now have and they're forming with the child. So, Mm. you know, I don't know. But it's funny you said that because I just read something on social media and it said that um, the mother – was actually grateful to her boyfriend's new girlfriend because she does everything for her daughter and she really appreciates her. So, mm. I don't know, I guess it's a, a maturity thing and seeing things differently, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. How yeah. about you? I want to know what, what, what's your, your muse for all these questions. <laughs> all right. One, just like you said, just like you said, you have to know when to get out. And you know when the relationship's going bad. If you're putting out more than what that person is, or if you Mm -hmm. feel as though that person is not into you, like the way you're into them, right? then, yeah, it's time to, like, if you find yourself saying, I love you more than that person, and that person's not saying it as much, or there's a breakdown physically, mm-hmm. you start to see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you know the handwriting's on the wall. So you can either, there's old saying, you can either shit or get out the pot. It is what it is. Now, as far as the kid, <laughs> now you know, you know my family. You and I are close. You know my sons aren't my natural sons, they're my stepsons. But I raised them like if they were my real sons. And mm-hmm. I don't even use the word step at all because right. I don't believe in that. So if me and their mother would have went awry, it would have been a hard decision. I would have had to fall back because they're both grown now, so it is what it is at this point. Mm-hmm. But while they were younger, I would have had to fall back because I wouldn't want to interfere and the next man's relationship with them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because what if mom met somebody else and and he comes in there and he starts doing things? I would have fell back. I still would have checked up on him, you know, possibly came to a game or two or whatever, but I would have fell back a little bit because, you know, I would have let this man do what he has to do. But, you know, I would, how can I say this? I wouldn't have invested as much time as I did before. You understand what I'm saying? Because you, have, you also have to go on with your life. Absolutely. But both my sons, like I said, both my sons are grown. One is 23 and the other one be 19 in a matter of weeks. So they're off in college doing God knows what <laughs> to who knows what. So it is what it is. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it might be a little different, too, with, like, like you're all guys. I don't know if it's different with a little girl or a mom and a son or a mom and a So I really don't know. It's one of those situations where you don't know until you're ever in that. 
So, I'm about to put a bow on this episode of Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 48, Felicia Brown. Say what? I said, all Christmas bow. A nice Christmas bow. Next week, um, (laughs) next week we'll uh, be talking more about some of the subjects you want to talk about. And, um, I hope you all be safe out there. Be careful. You know, it's holiday season. So, you know, people are out there shopping more. And also people are looking to rob you even more because, you know, a lot of people who um, know your schedule, know what you do, know what you're about, and they're watching you. So so be careful in mm-hmm. your shopping. Be careful about the stuff you bring in your house, who's watching you, what time of night you're out in the evening because people are crazy and everybody wants to have a good holiday, but people will get you at this point in time. And another thing I want to talk about that anybody out there is listening that feel like depressed around these times, call the show. We can talk about it. Depression is real and it's mm-hmm. a problem. And I've been through it. Felicia, you've been through it. And I'm here to tell you that you can get through it. So, you have any last words, Lisa? Can you back in all the what you said about the holidays? Um, you know, if everybody can try to be givers instead of you know takers and focusing on material things, just remember there's there's children out there that's not eating. You know, there's there's an older Amen. person that's not clothed or has a house. So, try to help somebody. See what you can do. We'll look up some websites and you know ways that you can help. So. If you're looking to lend a hand or donate something, uh, we'll look into that for you. But it's all about giving because you will want that done to you. Amen. It um, does make you feel really good to give, too. And for a while there, I used to um, take clothes, take that clothes, I'm sorry, take toys. To a, mm-hmm. uh, a women's shelter, and um, I kind of got out of that, and I would like to get back into that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it does feel good to give to people, and um, and to give it to yourself because the Lord blesses a cheerful giver. So if you have an opportunity to donate, donate your time, donate. If you can donate your money, donate your money, donate whatever you can do just to help out these times because people are hurting in the world now, and we just all need to start doing our share. Amen? Amen. So true. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. There's three different types of people in the world, those who don't know what happened, those who want what happened, and people like Felicia Brown and Big Daddy that make things happen. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, any man... In Christ, he shall be a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And on that note, good night, and God bless you all. Bye, everyone.